Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever this message reaches you, listening to another episode of the Six Feet Under podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Puche. What's good, everybody? What's going on? <sighs> Man. What's up, family? <laughs> Uh, I guess for the first time this week, I'm going to do something that I haven't done so far. I'm going to address some people in the family. I've been speaking generally to the whole family recently, but today I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to point them out, point them out, point them out. <laughs> nah, man, I'm not going to put nobody on blast. I'm really just going to acknowledge some people at the dinner table today, which is the young folk. You know, I am your uncle Puche. As uh, you guys know, I, I try to give my advice here and there sometimes. And, um, you know, I haven't done the Uncle P's advice in a long time. And this won't be an Uncle P's advice episode. Um, those will start dropping again next week. But what uh, it will be is just kind of just, um, I guess what I'll share with you all today is just my own experience in a situation. Please bear with me, y'all. It is four o'clock in the morning. Doesn't matter what day it is, just four o'clock in the morning. I'm actually recording this with my eyes closed because I'm pretty sure I have food poisoning, but I'm working through it. I'm here for y'all because I care about y'all. I want you all to shine and not have to um, grind too hard. But life's about a grind. And guess what? That's what we're going to talk about today a bump and grind. Uh, don't please quote that toxic ass nigga that sings that song who mean remain un uh, unnamed. We know who the fuck he is, but the bump and grind. That's what I'm talking to y'all about. I don't think I really have that many episodes about sex, which is cool. I really thrive off that because a lot of podcasts, man, they're rooted in their like sex and sex life and sex talk, which is cool. You know what I'm saying? But personally, I don't think I want to hear that much about my fucking sex life. Um, you know, that's just me. But for y'all who can't rock a show strictly off of sex, man, shout outs to y'all. And shout out to fuck y'all. Um, definitely makes podcasting a little bit easier. Um, but uh, the bump and grind. Why am I talking about that today? And why am I talking about that to young people? Is because I'm trying to get some new Jones, trying to get some new draws, trying to get some new junts. New. No. Nope, nope, nope. Believe it or not, your Uncle Puche is not a sexual deviant as it used to be. Um, I'm kind of old now, guys. I'm pushing 30. My joints is tired. My back is bad. And my knees don't pop like they used to. They pop a little bit harder and they pop every time I uh, stand up and walk. So needless to say, it ain't, ain't, it ain't like it used to be. <laughs> but nah, man, I'm, I'm coming to y'all about the bump and grind today and talking to you guys a little bit about the vices and, and things like that, um, simply because I was inspired by, I was inspired by a, um, a young boy of mine, a, a, a good little, little homie, um, someone I met through someone I knew personally at one point, um, they reached out to me and they were like, yo, unk though, what's good though, unk, um, I'm not a virgin no more, unk, and that was kind of astounding because, I I knew this young boy was a virgin, but I didn't know. I mean, I mean, let's put it this way. Young boy is like in his late, I think he's in the early 20s. I think he's in his early 20s. Or I think my G is actually 21. I don't even actually know. That's It's rare to see someone actually be a virgin nowadays that's, you know, 
over the age of 16 in my eyes. You know, it ain't like I'm checking for 16-year-old versions, but your Uncle Puche lost his virginity at 14 years old. And if I can tell you anything, sex clouds your fucking brain as a young boy. And if I could do anything over again, I would have never had sex as early as I did. You know, back then I thought I was the shit. I thought I was cool because, you know, I was getting vagina. I was getting some pussy. But now looking back on it, all I was doing was just fucking up my vision. Um, um, And I'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah, then a young boy hit me. And he he told me, yo, like, you know, Uncle Pete, bro, I'm not, not a virgin no more, bro. And I was like, word? And he said something that was really alarming to me. He said, I'm not a virgin anymore. And to be honest with you, my life doesn't feel any different. Shit still feels the same. And I had to let him rock for a minute as he like kind of told me the story about everything that had happened and whatnot. And and uh, I let him finish and and I, I, I just, you know, let him rock, <laughs> let him talk. And uh, once he was done, I uh, I had to lay some game on him, which I lay some game on on you all as well. Uh, by you all, I mean the ladies. Um, I know it's it's kind of known that young young men uh, want to fuck early. That's true. And hormonally, young boys are they're horny, man. They are. Um, that doesn't mean they're like demonstrative. That doesn't mean they're fucking you know deviants. Not all of them, but yeah, dog, hormones are real. I remember the first time I ever you know self pleasure myself. I was like, what the fuck is this? I think I was like eleven or twelve. And after that, as uh, Mr. Arby Graham once said, nothing was ever the same. You know, after that first um, big O, nothing is ever the same, especially for a boy. And um, when I heard my young boy say, yo, I lost my virginity and nothing feels different. It kind of took me back into my own state of mind of realizing how I felt the first time I lost my virginity, um, which I'll share with you guys in a second. But uh, it was just one of those things where it was just is alarming because I don't think Women know that men also um, think that, you know, after you lose your virginity, you know, I don't know, maybe you're going to poke your chest out a little bit more. Maybe it's like a badge of honor. You know, you're in the club now. You're in the game. EA Sports, you're in the fucking game. Nah, dog, nothing, not much changes. Actually, nothing changes really after you have sex the first time, unless you uh, catch a STI, which your Uncle Puche is lucky to never caught <laughs> or to ever given. Uh, and, uh, I don't have any children. So there you go is that as well. So yeah, unless those two things happen, um, there's, there's, there's not much that changes for you young boy after you have sex the first time, which I think it's interesting because it's like kind of known that, or it's kind it's pushed upon to women, hold your virginity as long as possible, as long as possible. Cause that's what makes you pure. And I'm going to be real with you. Knowing all I know. God, I wish I would have held on to my virginity a long, long, long time longer than what I did. Because, again, like I said, it fucked up my vision. You know, I had a friend once, a female friend who told me, like, you know, after I had sex the first time, uh, P, um, it was crazy. It it didn't go the way I thought it would. There wasn't any, like, soft music playing in the background. I didn't feel like a woman afterwards. I just, she was like, honestly, I just felt dirty. And not dirty in the sense of, like, like. Ugh, I'm gross, but just like dirty, like I need to take a shower. And I was like, yeah, no, nah, I, I can agree with that. You know, I can agree with that. So uh, I let the young boy rock after he told me, yo, like, Pete, I don't feel any different. I had to break something down to him, which I'm going to break down to y'all. 
I'm gonna let y'all in on a little secret. Now, 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 by no far means am I Casanova, but your Uncle P has bent a few women over, and I can tell you this: it all feels the same. Burr, 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 burr. I know y'all like, what the fuck? You're lying, Uncle P. There's no way. There's some got the wet, wet. Some got the snap back, the dribble, drabble, the dip, dabble. Some niggas is hung like a horse. Some niggas got that D that hits that spot that hits the bottom. Man, let me tell y'all something. I didn't slept with enough women to tell you it all feels the same, baby. It all does. It all does. And you know what? You know what feels different is the way you feel about them. Again, you might think I'm fucking lying, and you might think it's just utter bullshit. But I will tell you this: like, um, <laughs> I wasn't given this game. An older person who I trust gave me this game a long time ago, back when they found out I was fucking at the age of the tender age of fifteen years old. It was like, yo, let me tell you something, young boy. You might think you in there doing something. But babies come out of that thing. <laughs> you ain't beating shit up, boy. Which they was right. I mean, come on, man. 15 years old, I might have thought I was Clarence Carter stroking, but it really wasn't um, It really wasn't what I thought. I wasn't really what I thought. And the way vagina runs game on your brain and the way dick digmatizes people is quite interesting because it's all a feeling. Feelings, oh so deep, my feelings. <laughs> no, nah, man, I, I told the young boy, I said, look, check this out, bro. You don't feel any different because it all feels the fucking same. All genitals feel the fucking same as far as vagina does. What is great is the way you feel about it. Because if you like it, it feels pretty goddamn good to see her satisfied. If you don't like her, I'm going to keep it so 100 with you. Again, like I said, no Casanova bent a couple of females over. When I didn't like her or didn't care about her, or, you know, not to say like this, to be proud, um, didn't know her name. Um, Man, it was like drilling myself into a wall. And I know a lot of homies going to disagree with me. I, I can see visually some of my homeboys disagreeing with me right now. Yeah, no, ain't no better than fucking hitting that thing and beating it up. And, you know, the. The great uh, Jermaine Cole once said, there's no feeling like the feeling when you drilling that kid. I'm sorry. No feeling like the feeling when you drilling that shit. Got a screaming that you killing that shit. The great Jermaine Cole once said that. And he's right. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm a man. I like the art of um, combat. And in the art of combat, sex can be combat. Um, not in any fucking toxic way but sex can be combat in in the sense of like conquering um it feels wonderful to hear you're beating it up you're doing a great job it's yours you know all that shit that's a fucking lie anyways because bird ain't yours it never was yours it's just your turn with the word to my boy mail y'all niggas know what's up with that but i told the young boy i said bro look here you don't feel any different which is cool because right now Vagina ain't ruled your brain yet. You ain't did shit for vagina yet. You ain't got under the spell, the voodoo spell, which is um, the power of the P-U-S-S-Y. It, it, uh, it, it'll come. 
as I told him. I said, it, it will come. Uh, I've been, you know, I've been in this game for a while now. I've done some crazy shit for vagina, which I know there's some women out here have done crazy shit for some dick. And I'll tell you this, worst decision ever. Whenever you think with that vessel inside of your chest that beats um, or that that um, that throbbing thing between your legs, which if you can't catch on by now, I mean your dick in your heart or your vagina in your heart. Whenever you think with those two things, you make the worst fucking decisions ever. Worst decisions ever. You know, it's like songs talking about listen to your heart and all that shit. I mean, yeah, listen to your heart. That's that's completely fine. Sometimes just jump and go for gold. But I would not recommend doing that a lot. And I definitely, as your Uncle Pooch, I do not recommend you thinking with your dick. Initially, think with your brain, think with your big head, and tell that little head to shut the fuck up. Because uh, I have never made a good decision when I've ever thought with my dick. Not one. My dick has never led me in the right direction of smart decisions. Uh, if you guys aren't familiar with PNC, I would suggest you get familiar with PNC. PNC is one of the best things you can ever take. Um, it's, it's super simple. We all can take it. Um, it's it's a supernatural, uh, not supernatural, I'm sorry. It's a, it's a natural, self-inflicted, uh, I would say, hormone or drug, whatever the fuck you want to call it, PNC. Uh, it's called post-nut clarity. Do you want me to explain to you what post-nut clarity is? Oh, sure. I shall. Post-nut clarity. It's simple. The Uncle Cat Williams once said a long time ago in one of his uh, um, great stand-ups that here's the thing. You like a woman, you think you like a woman, you think you want to take her home, you think you want to fuck her, um, you know, after buying a couple of drinks at the bar, go in the bathroom, jack off, come back out and see if you still feel the same. Now, um, that's kind of gross to jack off in a public place, but hey, no, I'm neither here or there. But the point is, if you think with your genitals <laughs> and your heart about a situation, do yourself a favor before you hit that sin button. And I've been there right hand uh, in the air, left hand on the Bible. I hope I said that correctly. I have, right before I hit that simp button, legitimately went to that bathroom that's right down around the corner from this room right now, uh, turned on some X videos, chopped it up to a nice Cherokee, nice pinky, old school pinky, definitely not the new school. Uh, I still love you, pinky. Uh, and uh, I gave myself a good good amount of uh, you know self-relieving. And uh, after that, I was hit with a good amount of post-nut clarity, boy. Um, yeah, I'm good, sweetheart. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Post-nut clarity, best drug you can ever take in your fucking life because post-nut clarity will help you stop you from making dumb fucking decisions. See, here's the thing. When you're a young boy, young girl, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, I would say up until probably 25 you ain't really privy on post-nut clarity because you want to have the, uh, how do I say, uh, the current nut clarity, which is a CNC, um, which is a anti-drug. Um, I don't encourage you to take that shit. Current nut clarity is when you need someone to help you get to um, said nut. And if you're not familiar with the term nut, uh, this is the orgasm I am speaking of. Just for clarification, I can see someone right now. Nut, what the hell is he talking about? Uh, CNC, 
current nut clarity. That's when you need uh, the assistance of another person to get you off and get you there. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Ain't no wrong current nut clarity. Um, the problem with it, though, is, is thinking that you need another person to do it for you, um, especially if you don't even need uh, that person in a sense of uh, liking them. Um, I'm not going to be on the, the the course of telling people that they should uh, only have sex with uh, people they have feelings for because I can't be a hypocrite like that. Have sex with whoever the fuck you want to have sex with. But what I am in the business of doing is your Uncle P is to tell you this. Sorry, I need to drink some water. It feels a lot better when you like them. Again, remember I just said that not too long ago. You know how it doesn't feel any different if you don't like them. Like, it's just the same shit. That's what CNC is. Current clarity um, is just something that, you know, it's cool, dog. I'm not going to lie. It's, man, listen. Oh, there's no thrill like a slow kill or quick kill. To get some new vagina is immaculate. I imagine... As a woman, getting some new dick is a Macklin too. But what I can tell you is there's this thing when you're laying in your bed at night and you ain't got nobody to hold you tight. I'm on roll tonight. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> and you just sit back and you think to yourself, like, damn, this motherfucker really don't like me. Or damn, I really don't like this motherfucker. It is it is an empty feeling, yo. It's an empty feeling. You know, you're young. You listening to this, you're either young or you're young-minded to think that I'm like, yo, this nigga talking about getting pussy is lame. No, I ain't say that, dog. Get that. Get get it. Get it. Get the vagina, my nigga. Get the dick, girl. Do it. I don't, I don't care. You ain't my woman. <laughs> uh, but what I am saying to you is uh, after a couple of my own Rochambeau's in life and going to bed at night and being like, damn, I really just did that and that meant nothing to me. It's like I could have had a motherfucking V8, ladies and gentlemen. Genitals are right up there with money and alcohol. They're fucking vices. They really are. They're vices that lead people astray. I previously worked, excuse me, worked for the district attorney's office a long time ago. Not a long time ago, actually five years ago um, as an intern. And one of my biggest gripes was when I worked there as an intern and I had to do people's files for their cases was the amount of crimes that were done out of passion, passion crimes. If you don't know what that is, a passion crime is simply this. A judge can rule and your defense attorney can rule that you made a mistake. You committed a crime due to passion. That means that you and a person were emotionally intertwined and that you got upset and you committed that crime. You would have not have committed that crime had you not had an emotional connection to said person. Therefore, passion. You do this and you are acclaimed to this so you get less time. Now, what's a what's a crime of passion? Basically, if you watch any TV shows like Snapped or uh, For My Man or, uh, you know, I can't remember what the other one is, but I like I like those TV shows. You know, what happens in a lot of times is that people um, get cheated on um, or cheat or get caught cheating um, 
or get drunk and you know domestic violence breaks out which is not a fucking joke whatsoever and they do things they're not fucking supposed to do in the heat of a moment and that's a crime of passion they hurt their significant other or someone they're dating or someone they've been seeing and the defense is you did this because you have passion now i know i've taken a whole different left turn i'll bring it right back money pussy alcohol all forms of fucking passion, their vices, they lead you into a place where you fuck up because you're not thinking with your goddamn brain. You're overly possessive and overly emotional to the fucking fact that you think to yourself, hey, I'm drunk. I'm about to go fuck some shit up because my girl and my guy fuck some shit up. Uh, alcohol, the pussy part. Yo, I'm possessive. That's my woman. Don't talk to my woman. I'm going to fuck her up. I'm going to fuck him up. The money part. That's my money. Nigga owes me my money. He's going to run me my shit. You know? Greed. So, with all being said that I said to my young boy, I told him to cap this off and cap off this episode. I said, listen, try your best not to become a slave to the vagina. It's too easy, man. It's too easy to do it. And I employ you, my young folk, my young family out here listening, don't, I mean, do your best. I mean, a lot of y'all, I'm sure, who know me and you're my age, you'd already, you know, listen, you'd already became a slave once or twice to some genitals. It happens, man. It happens to the best of us. It, it's nothing to be ashamed of. It it occurs. And I'm not here to, to um, you know, to sexually shame anybody. What you do is what you do. Um, it's just that, like I said, I've talked to, I've, I've talked to, I've spoken to a multitude of men and women who have had some who've had partners that are in the hundreds and some who have partners numbers that are still in the singles. I'll let you guess which one you think I am, but they all say the same thing, man. At a certain point, unless your profession is literally being in porn, this shit gets really, really tiresome at night when you don't have someone to hold you tight. And who really cares about your life. You know. And uh, you know. Hopefully the young boy took it well. I think he did. I, I hope he did. He told me. He said hey man. Thank you. I appreciate that. That was very very. Uh, very. I, I appreciate that. But then he, he ended off. And the young boy said. But I'm going to practice fucking more. <laughs> I said do your thing young boy. Hey man listen. When you in the first stages of getting some vagina, it's like fucking Pokemon. You want to catch them all. Just uh, make sure you're just catching vagina and not the STIs. But yeah, man, I'm I'm so glad I was able to share that with y'all. Um, uh, should I share my stories? Should I share my story? I'm share my story. You know, actually, I will. I'll, hold on, I'll close this off. I'll share my story of the first time I ever got some uh, vagina, and uh, it's it's not really crazy. So, um, but you hear from my stories, you love my stories, and I'll, I'll cap it off. Um, the first time I ever got uh, trimmed up, it only lasted about a minute and a half to two minutes, and um, I remember. It, it, and that's not because I like you know ugh, get, got to the big O's. Like no, it's because my mama was in the other room, and uh, the girl was like, hey. Nigga, come on, your mom's in the other room, bro. Let's chill out. Let's let's do this when we have some more privacy. And uh, you know, we stopped after like maybe two or three, you know, strokes. I don't know. Your boy Uncle P had a hard time finding a hole. Still a bad golfer, so let that be uh, your insinuation of what I'm saying. 
Um, yeah, man. And I tell you, after I got done with that situation, I remember thinking to myself, wow, I don't feel any different. I don't feel no hair on my chest. And uh, she looked at me afterwards. She was not uh, a virgin, but I was. And she looked at me. She was like, can you believe me? You just had sex. And I said, damn, no. Am I a man now, I guess? (laughs) Getting vagina does not make you a man. Just like, you know. Possessing a gun does not make you a man. These these things don't make you a man. But I'll, I'll save that for another episode. I just thought that you guys probably wanted to hear that short-ass story. Um, shorter than my fucking height. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's one of those things where, you know, you young boys, you young girls, y'all be safe out there. Even people my age, y'all be safe out there. Because it's not a game, ladies and gentlemen, um, when it comes down to your health. Um, STIs are real. STDs are real. Those things are real. Me and my me and my boys used to roam the streets and say silly shit like uh, STIs ain't real. They a myth. And we we were fucking goofy goobers for saying that silly shit. But we did. And hey, man, it is what it is. <laughs> my papers are clean. They're clear. Uh, but I know some of my boys who uh, who uh, spit hot fire when they pee. But, you know, that's their fault. I I'm going to stop right there before I say anything else that could be possibly incriminating. But uh, thank you so very much for coming back and listening to another episode of the Six Feet of the Podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Pooche. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, please, 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 please allow the peace to kill the evil that is coming from within you. And until next time, y'all. I'm out.